So we're back at the non sequitur, um, talking some uh, some more television here. Um, after last week, where we gave The Wire uh, a stage, and uh, our buddy Jonathan Topaz to talk about all of its merits, um, we figured it would make sense to bring in someone who was really passionate about Breaking Bad. Um, my buddy Michael Ayub, who uh, who's an avid TV watcher as well. Um, Mike, thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having. Me. Of course, of course. So you um. You love Breaking Bad. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. You, yeah, you're, you I, love it, right? I, I believe it is a phenomenal show. You know, I, to be honest, I've watched bits and pieces of every season, but I've watched, I, I understand the, I've understood the, the overall story arc. So I'm not very well-versed in a lot of the characters. Um, but, I mean, I'm not opposed to Breaking Bad. I'm just wondering, for you in particular, what um, what is it about this show? Well, um, as I mentioned a little earlier, uh, I, I feel like it's, it melts, the the realism of a like totally uh re- reality based like crime procedural like the wire and kind of adds a little bit more uh character and a little more creativity to the like origins of the characters and the way they go about solving problems but everything still happens in uh like a way that's based in like plausible reality, right? And I, I feel right. like it's just like it, it's a very successfully suspenseful show, and yet you still care about a lot of the characters and um, all of the. There aren't any like cliffhangers like Lost where you feel like it's never <laughs> followed up on or satisfactory conclusions to any of the questions that it causes you to ask, and everything kind of like wraps up nicely but still creates further conflicts. Yeah, I get that. I and I, I understand that each each episode is kind of uh it's important in itself and it's entertaining in itself because I remember in Lost there were some episodes that were almost like throwaway episodes that you know, you didn't really have to watch. Um but uh from what I understand about Breaking Bad as well, it's much much more of a um of a character development drama, much more so than I guess the wire well I guess the wire does have it within each season but I feel like um, with Breaking Bad, it's all—it's a lot about the characters. Is that correct? Yeah, rather unique show in that you can see how the events are very clearly shaping the characters over time, and so like there's a definitely a focus on like the characters and how they grow, but the things that happen to them over the course of the seasons are still really important. So it's like not just a slow character study, it's still got fast-paced right. um, action-oriented sections, too. Right. Well, okay, so I don't want to turn this into, like, a, the Wire versus Breaking Bad um, discussion, but I, one thing I understood about the Wire from having explained to me is that it not only uh, was entertaining and fun to watch, um, but it, it had, a, like, a greater message for for people to take away or to get people really thinking. Um, is that the same case with Breaking Bad? I think definitely so far um, there's been a huge overarching theme of, you know, like how power corrupts and um, we're seeing like what started out to be good intentions on the on Walter's part turn into, you know, much more selfish and much more um, irresponsible and damaging decisions later on. And um, 
I think it's almost like more pronounced than in uh, a show like The Sopranos where you just see this kind of like mafia boss um, already at the height of his power uh, making decisions um, that you see Walter start to make later on. It's like cool to see that evolution into that kind of character. Right, like a slow uh, reverse evolution into a life of, of crime, it sounds like. And um, I, I think that's one thing that I found really interesting about the why I mentioned this earlier when I was talking when we were talking to Jesse, but it was um it was the fact that it's it's the idea that there's this guy and how um sin or or um his sinful actions slowly they they might sm- start small but eventually they they keep um chipping away and chipping away and, and you go from um selling meth to to pay for um medical bills to I don't know. I, I don't even know what happened in season five, but like killing people, and and that's just the tip of it, right? I mean, it it seems like he was just this. The whole series is almost about just this guy, um, and how sin has just infiltrated him and, and taken his whole heart almost. Right. I think. But on top of that, it has great great elements from each episode, from what I understand. Yeah, like every episode has like a very interesting and like uh, entertaining. Um, like problem for him to work his way out of and it's always kind of got a satisfactory conclusion before moving on to something else they don't pile on a bunch of um, like cliffhangers for you to worry about which is really nice the way those are structured Um, right yeah I mean I wanted to address some of the wait go ahead no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you wanted, so our buddy, my buddy Jesse wrote a, we'll post it again, wrote a, um, a short document on, on why, uh, why Breaking Bad is bad, um, and not, you know, just bad, bad as in evil, but bad as in, uh, not a good show. And, uh, Mike had some words to say, but, um, let me, I don't exactly remember many of the, the arguments. Do you, do you have some of the, yeah, the stuff I, I on have hand? Yeah. Um, okay. Just the one he starts off with, um, besides his first one, which is just who cares, which I don't really know how to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. That the offer of Elliot, uh, which is explained as Walter's old um, partner from grad school, Elliot's money offered to pay for Walt's treatment is an unjustified uh, deus ex machina. And um, I'm not sure what the terms unjustified or deus ex machina mean to him, but neither are really applicable in this case since, like, I mean, the the backstory between Walt and Elliot and Gretchen is, like, touched upon multiple times in flashbacks. And, you know, the relationship between Walt and Elliot, it's implied, is, like was at one point or Walton Gretchen not Elliot was at one point romantic and like it's implied that Walt left the company because a relationship you know burgeoned between Elliot and Gretchen and you know he sold off his share of a company and feels a lot of bitterness about being cut out and doesn't want to accept money from someone who robbed him of like all of his potential he feels and like so 
it's not unjustified for Elliot to offer the money because it's explained that, you know, Skylar talked to him and told him about Walt's condition and Elliot offered of his own accord. Like, that's very, like, easily explained in the fiction of the show. So I'm, I'm just... So these, these are more like plot elements, though, right? These are more of the, the, the uh, I guess, like, holes in the plot or, or people... I guess Jesse has has said something about the, the actual plot, but I, I think what's more interesting is is kind of his um, his comments on more of the right. the I, I, overarching I parts of the show. About that, but has kind of okay. a strange perception of the show in that, like, he doesn't feel like there are enough interesting characters because The Wire has like dozens or hundreds or whatever, and it he has like an attitude of quantity over quality in that sense because I don't feel like he has really examined the three dimensionality of a lot of the tertiary characters that he writes off as being one dimensional. Like um mm. Jesse's friends are pretty the, the like they're not major characters. They only ever have like at most one or two scenes in an episode and go many episodes without being featured at all yet like we find out that Skinny Pete is like a genius level pianist in one episode just randomly hmm. and we find out that um like after Combo gets murdered we find out a lot about uh his history with Jesse and like how he gave uh, basically like gave Jesse the RV for them to cook in in the first place and like so they even with minor characters, they try to explore some backstory. But with the major characters, there's definitely a lot of three-dimensionality that I think he fails to pick up on. Okay. So that might come in later episodes. That it's kind of like you have to watch the entire thing. And I, I want to say, like, with uh, with some of Jesse's comments, I, I'm I'm in accord. And so, you know, you can address me as well, um, go, you know, on, on, on talking about his um, – about what he's saying. Um, and I, I guess, well – I, I think it's interesting because it, I, I do hear that there are a lot of um, there are some interesting characters and there there is some three dimensionality. Do you think it's unfair to um, compare this to a show like The Wire because they had the three jurisdiction of you know being on HBO and so they can take bigger chances? Um, and is I, that is that partially to blame? Not really. I mean, I feel like a, Breaking Bad has taken more chances with in terms of like. Um, characters becoming like unable to live together in peace like creating uh, conflicts between characters in which the only resolution is one of them has to die you know like there's I feel like a lot of risk taking happening in the plot direction of Breaking Bad that I think almost didn't really happen on The Wire but I've again I've only seen one season of The Wire, but and there have been some like interesting choices with characters being shot or whatnot. But like, right. um, I don't know. I think you can compare it to a show like The Wire, but I don't think that you can compare um, the realism to a show like The Wire because Breaking Bad isn't supposed isn't quite as set in reality right. as The Wire is. It's like a spectrum. It's, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I agree. I, I think, well, yeah, I agree. And I think what, um, and inherent in that is like the wire is attacking very specific real world things, whereas, 
or addressing real world, real world, excuse me, real world, um, things on a, on a episode episode basis. But whereas I feel like Breaking Bad is much more addressing this this more ephemeral idea of of um, like morality, just general morality, um, and and so in that sense, when it's attacking that kind of theme more so than you know institutions, um, inevitably it's going to draw away from kind of the realistic things that are out there. It, it, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it is more of a, like, um, overall look at one man's, like, descent into uh, kind of, or giving himself over to the evil of a certain lifestyle. Right. And, right. you know, there, he's slowly, like, losing his humanity and I think before the show is over, which, I mean, there are only eight episodes left in the run of the show, I think there's still going to be a lot of right. rediscovering of humanity. And now there's a really, really interesting conflict developing between um, a character that Jesse himself admitted to be one of the most interesting characters on the show. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, he also, like, points out things that, uh, this show is ruining for him without really giving any examples of like how it failed. Yeah, I, I, a lot of these reasons are kind of you know we we're, we're just joking around with some of these some of these guys, as you could probably tell. But <laughs> it was um yeah and I, I know he he attacks but there are some serious ones in there obviously too. But um you know it wasn't really probably wasn't like extremely thought out with every point he makes um, or him being Jesse, but. Um, I think some of those, I guess, uh, more underlying thoughts was were really kind of what um what he was talking about and why he why the show doesn't necessarily or why the show doesn't necessarily resonate with me sometimes as well. Um, but I think um I think I so I I'm curious to to hear your thoughts on on what I, I guess the social commentary is is on morality. But what is what is the writer? I, I don't know who who the writer is, but what is the writer really saying about um about that that topic what is it, what greater point is he bringing up by um by by talking about morality or representing morality in, in this plot in this way i mean he again doesn't have to a lot of uh t v shows don't really have an underlying message, but it seems like this yeah. this does um and what i am just curious to know what you think well, honestly, what you, you felt that that yeah, had I, to pres- I feel like it's kind of um I feel like this show actually might not really have like an agenda that the writer's trying to get across about hmm. this change in morality. I feel like more than a lot of shows, it's kind of an observation of um, the change in certain characters. And like, obviously, there's a bit of a uh, bias because we can see that pretty much everyone's life has been made worse by Walt's decision and his. Right. Um, like continued descent into this like megalomania. Um, like obviously, if there is an agenda, it's like don't get into selling drugs because you're going to turn into a <laughs> bastard. Right, but, uh, right. That's yeah. the one in, at face value. Yes, <laughs> I like, agree. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that like it's really trying to push any kind of um, morality on us. Just show us how these characters change hmm so it's less folks so uh, i guess i have to ask then um 
I, for me, uh, a, what what puts a show maybe or or any sort of um, piece of art over to the next to the next level, if you want to call TV a form of art, um, is is the fact that it does have um, that level of of so, social commentary. Um, and so while shows like um, I don't know like like The Office or Great or Modern Family, I I don't know if I would put them in in the category of like best show quote unquote of like the 2010s or something. Um, I, I think what would have to be a part of that for me at least a part of that that um, that discussion in order to qualify for that discussion there has to be some sort of you know, underlying um, way you think about society and, and maybe Breaking Bad isn't completely uh, void of that. Correct me if you know again it's, it's talking about morality, but do you think that do you think that that's fair in saying that um, that I guess it's probably not fair in saying that you know a, a good show has to have um, this extra element of, of self-reflection and social commentary in it. Right. Well, I mean, obviously there's that discussion of whether you know most comedies even have that element and how right. difficult it is to put that into a comedy without you know seeming heavy-handed, but. Um, even in drama, I feel like a television show or a movie um, doesn't necessarily need to make a statement to be a powerful piece of fiction. It just needs to be a powerful story. Or that That's what's always been most important to me about movies and television is that, like, at the end of the day, I'm watching the show to be entertained and to be thrilled by what's happening in front of me, whether it's, you know, a lot of action that's um, thrilling me or uh, just a really radical and interesting change in a character that I'm witnessing happen over time. It's, and that's something mm. that I think television can bring to the viewer that movies can't necessarily is a more gradual and more subtle change in a character that isn't based on like one epiphany that he has in like the second act and suddenly like now he's a good guy or something like that. It's right. like something that we're seeing happen to Walt over seasons and years of his own life and we can see a lot of little events and actions that kind of chip away at his humanity rather than some like one big event that kind of breaks it. Um, right. So that's where I think TV kind of has um, strengths that movies don't. I don't necessarily think that it needs to make a grand statement about society to be considered like a classic work of fiction. Hmm. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I guess there are two different mediums. Um, I, I also, you know, another point that I kind of, thought was uh was interesting from what Jesse was saying is you know sometimes he brings up the the fact that um it seems like they uh breaking bad is 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 using old um isn't being original in its in its creation of of story right of of certain um of certain episodes that they've been done in i think um Jesse quotes you know the of mad men and Something like a, like the Sopranos have done a lot of these episodes that a lot of these ideas that that Breaking Bad's come up with um, is that I mean for you is that a major um, a major factor? 
Uh, well, honestly, I'm not sure what he's – with our examples, I don't know what he's referring to as being like an unoriginal story um, that Breaking Bad has come up with. I Like it, in his little document, he mentions Mad Men just aired the episode. Guy just walked into an advertising agency and Breaking Bad did not implying that, you know, Breaking Bad cannot match the quality of uh, or originality of an episode like the one that he just brought up. But, and while that is one of the, like, most celebrated episodes of Mad Men, it's kind of strange that he picks that one in particular since he complained several other times about how uh, half like half of his critiques are about how Breaking Bad tries to be a gritty, realistic crime drama, which is debatable. As I like said before, it's not trying to be that realistic. But like that aside, he, he um, says it's trying to be this realistic crime drama. Yet the characters commonly find themselves in situations they like don't really believe, or that he thinks are kind of sensational or just cool looking, rather than like actually making sense. Um, hmm. But in the episode that he brings up of Mad Men, which he thinks is like the pinnacle of uh, television storytelling, the very beginning of the episode starts with like the guys pranking around in the office with a riding mower in an advertising agency and running over some guy's foot and spraying blood all over the place. Like, I don't understand, like, how his logic works between the two shows. He kind of criticizes something that Breaking Bad does for something that Mad Men does, too, but praises Mad Men. Yeah. And I, no, I, no, I understand. I mean, I, and then obviously there's the emotional the emotional bias in there. And, and Jesse, as much as Jesse, um, you know, he, he's... You know, if you met Jesse, you would know he's, he's a bit of a... He's, He's a comic as well. He's he's uh, thrown in those parts, which I mean, then I guess you, your your point of view is um, it's hard to to really address which which points he was being serious about and which not. Um, but yeah, I mean, those those are good points. It's just um, the reason I also asked is because I was reading a um, I didn't get to finish it and I, I didn't really even get into it. But there was a I forget where I think it was in GQ where this this guy basically said like a lot of these plot uh one of the, it's one of the writers from GQ started talking about how a lot of these plot lines aren't um aren't aren't original and I wish I could remember certain points he made and I'll send it over to you afterwards. But um well, I, I, I think like, yeah. Just a couple of yeah. like plot points that I think were like that struck me as um original or like that struck me as like, oh that's interesting. I didn't think of that way for him to get out of this mess is like um like even in the beginning of I think it's like the maybe towards the end of the first season, I'm not sure, but he's delivering like a bunch of meth to a drug dealer but he needs some leverage so that the drug dealer doesn't just like kill him and take the bag of meth or the drug dealer at least like lets him negotiate and he like cooks his stuff that looks like meth but it's actually just this explosive crystal that he throws at the ground and like using the chemistry aspect of his character to get himself out of jams is what like makes these plot lines more like original or interesting it's not 
you know, the overarching plot of, oh, they need to steal this chemical from a train this episode. It's how they go about doing that. And, like, um, the conflicts that come up, like, uh, you know, how is so-and-so going to throw his DEA, DEA tail or something this episode so that, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, yeah, it's really not about, like, the jams that they get into. It's how they get out of them that makes it interesting and suspenseful. Right. Right. I think, yeah, I, I think it is that, um, I, I guess if you take it just as a, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be entertained and, you know, time to time I'll be, um, I'll be, uh, not time to time, but I, I, it'll also make me think um, about bigger, bigger themes as well. Um, rather than kind of going in expecting, you know, that that extra element of of, um, of you know societal criticism or whatnot, um, you can really grow to enjoy the show. Or well, not even that, you could really take a, a lot out of the show. Um, and uh, and I, I, you know, it's it is it is sometimes you know heavy, but it's it's nice that it balances that with with sort of humor. And it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've I've, uh, I've laughed sometimes. <laughs> Uh, during the episodes, maybe inappropriately, I don't know. It's it's also meant to be a, a comedy, right, or a dark comedy. Well, at least. it's that that's one of the things that I think is so interesting about it is like, unlike a lot of shows that like pick a tone and stick to it, it like the Breaking Bad to me at least started out pretty similar to like Weeds, which is like an outright comedy. You know, right. it just started out kind of like silly. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's like out of his element. And just trying to uh like fit in in a criminal world where he doesn't belong, right. and it has gotten like much much darker over time, where now mm-hmm. like season five isn't even funny anymore because nothing like that could even come close to making you crack a smile happens anymore. It's just like that's all yeah. really heavy that's a really stuff. interesting point. Yeah, I'm just remembering back to like the earlier episodes, and I remember looking at it much more as a comedy. I, I think it also helped that Brian Cranston was in it, and I've only seen him in Malcolm in the Middle. But right. besides that, like I remember, I remember it was supposed to like it, there were like comic elements, but now that now when I think about Breaking Bad now, I just think about you know killing, explosions, people dying, and that's not on in this with Kelly. I'm sorry, I'm being redundant, but just a lot of these darker elements, and I think that's really cool that a show can do that. Um, and I, I think I'm trying to think of other shows that have done that. Yeah, I think it's interesting that these things like do only happen like every four or five episodes. These big, like explosive actiony moments, but they're really big and memorable because they're like the buildup of several episodes of tension. You know. Right. Right. It's like it's culminating and it's like they're building up. Um, I don't know stuff to play with for five episodes and then letting it really express itself. Um, in that fifth episode, uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, I'm, again, I'm trying to think of shows that have really pivoted like that in the middle of their and still stay, stayed, uh, with, I mean, more than relevant but acclaimed throughout. And I think there are very few. Again, I can't think of many uh, shows that do that that have done that historically in the past. I mean, can you think of any besides Breaking Bad that's transitioned so dramatically from one genre to another? Uh, not really, like off the top of my head. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a great point, actually. Um. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah. So I, I guess you know I'm I'm curious to see what happens in this last episode, this last season because it is they did split it in half, right? They split the fifth season in half. Yeah, like 
you should get like caught up, caught up. Yeah, <laughs> they're all on Netflix. I know it's tough to to find the time again, like with yeah, the wire. Know, but yeah. um, maybe we could do a maybe we could do a screening of that too. That'd be insane. Um, but it sounds like you know, it, I'm, it's very much a, a show that I'd, I'd like to explore, especially after talking to you. And I think uh, much more, just like the wire, I, more than just watching an episode at, at you know at once. Uh, Jonathan, who I talked to about the, the wire, said. Uh, or maybe it was Gabe, but my other friend Gabe said you have to kind of sit there and, and you get so entrenched in it and you can't stop watching and listen. It sounds like Breaking Bad to a certain extent is the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like, well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely something you want to like talk about after every episode. It's, right. Like, I, right. I've no, never that's... seen a show before that leaves me like just kind of staring, gaping at the. TV that at the end of the episode more often than Breaking Bad does. It's like, it gives me chills so many times. And, you know, Jesse kind of lambasted for, like, having just cool moments and, like, people just like it because it's cool, but it doesn't have any substance. And I just, I disagree. I think it has plenty of yeah. substance. But it is still and that's, really so, cool. Those substance moments are the things that leave you, you know, mouth open, but or is it more the, the really cool stuff that's happening? The the really cool stuff always has substance, is what I think. Sometimes it culminates in something kind of sensational, but it's, like, never just out of the blue. Right, right. And then I think, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a show or a movie, really, that, that has gotten me like that, where I just, like, the, the movie ends and you're just like, whoa, what just happened? And I, the only, I remember Lost, and I, I remember some of those episodes leaving me like that, but um, I can't say that. That I, I mean, I, I don't even think like breaking that or uh, the wire has been described to me in that way. It's more of just like it, it leaves you thinking, but it doesn't leave you with that that awe awestruck um, gaze at the TV, which is yeah, which is I think very important in a show. It's it's mm-hmm. a show that like I don't know like apparently it's predictable to some people, but it's never been it's never felt predictable to me. I've always I've got I've been caught off guard a lot by this show, and I feel like right. you know in other shows like. Like the wire, it's not necessarily unpredictable. It's just really well crafted the story that they're making, which is fine and is great and totally worthy of being like a classic uh, show. It's just different kind of entertainment. Right. Right. I think that's a great point. Anyways, all right, cool. Well, we talked for a while here um, about about Breaking Bad, but um, you know, it's it's definitely something that I hope one day I can commit to and, and watch all of but um but yeah it just I really would like to have that now that you mentioned that that feeling of just end of show like what the hell what just happened my gosh I want that again honestly I feel bad because like I think Jesse said he made it through when did he say he stopped season like, two I think season yeah, two. two yeah like season one and two I think are great and if he did I'm surprised that he didn't like either of them but like, things really start ramping up, like, second half of season three. And that's, like, the point that I always make people get past. Because once it starts, huh. once they get to that point, they get there. If they're not addicted by then, it's kind of weird. But, like, yeah. season, like, a lot of crazy things happen, like, halfway through season three. And just, like, keep happening all the way through season four and then season five pretty much every episode has been like amazing either because of something crazy that happens or because of just a really amazingly acted and directed scene or both and so right. 
is season three the the season where it transitions to being much darker? Um, there, I mean, there's some dark elements. Uh, all like at the be like at the end of season two. I mean, it, it it's kind of a gradual thing still, but like yeah, say some real danger starts to present itself to the um to like the main characters in the story and they the measures that Walt needs to take to like protect people become more extreme and so yeah it's kind of a point which hmm. at which he uh kind of turns into a darker darker themes, I guess. Yeah. Well that's great. Um, well, cool. Thanks for uh, spending that much time with us talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's, uh, um, I guess next season is going to be exciting, and I guess uh, hopefully we'll have you on at the end of that one too, or maybe before the season starts um, to yeah, kind of definitely. do a little recap and refresh. Hopefully, you'll be cut um, and we can uh, <laughs> like everybody. Doubtful, but I, I'll try to do my homework a little bit better next time so I can uh, ask you some better questions, our listeners. But, anyways, um, we'll talk again soon. Yeah. Talk All right, cool. Me. I'll talk to you later, Mike. Yeah. Later.